Numerous studies have shown a correlation between childhood traumas and a later diagnosis of cancer. So if you have cancer or know someone that has cancer and you haven't included treating emotional traumas as part of your treatment plan, you need to start now. Today, I'm going to share with you a test called the ACEs and how we can use this to improve your health. You're watching the Dr. Jake Podcast. Welcome back to the Dr. Jake Podcast. I'm Dr. Jake Schmutz. I'm an integrative doctor and naturopathic physician. And in this podcast, I share with you how to heal your body down to the root causes without harmful drugs or surgeries. I'm here today with my co-host, Teresa Marie, to review the connection between emotional trauma and cancer. Yes, and specifically, it seems like childhood emotional trauma, which sounds a bit woo-woo, Dr. Jake. Interested in hearing where the science is behind this, like what actually was this study and what have you seen as well in your experience? Let's jump into it. I think it's it started with a test. If you can talk about this test that came out and what it actually measured. So there was a test that came out called the ACEs score, Adverse Childhood Effects Score, in which it showed a correlation between cancer and childhood traumas. So there's a specific score that's given. So there's several questions that are asked and then you're given a certain score. And if you have a high score, six or higher, you're gonna have a much greater risk of getting cancer than someone that has like a one score or two score, for example. So this opens up a lot of things, very interesting to me. This isn't something I really looked at in great detail of, okay, let's look at your childhood traumas and see if that could be a reason why you have cancer. So this was really an eye-opening test to me. And also when I started reading the research, it was really eye-opening to be like, hey, I know that stress is a big piece of cancer because I've seen this all the time. And I talk to my patients about this, that we need to decrease our stress. We need to work on our emotional state, anxiety, depression, our self-esteem, our anger, and et cetera. But maybe a big piece of how they deal with the world is based on the traumas that they had as a child. So I, I'm going to dive into that a lot more. And it's really interesting. Yes, I think that's really interesting too. And I imagine, Dr. Jake, I mean, just going back to my classes that I've taken in college and so forth when it comes to sciences, that this must have been some sort of longitudinal study where they questioned a number of people on these types of effects or experiences that they had and then followed them along in life, checked in every few yep. years, yep. how are things going? And then started noticing and writing down what they were going through, what they were experiencing. And, oh, look, cancer's popping up. Oh, look, cancer's popping up. Look, cancer's popping up. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. look at the general population that didn't experience these high scores. How does that look? Do you recall any, like, what was the correlation as far as increase in, in cancer from a high ACEs score? So what was the correlation between the longitudinal studies that they've done to actually see, okay, these people had childhood traumas. And now they have cancer. What they saw is they did this comparative analysis. They looked at, they did this ACEs score and they saw that they had a high number of six or more. And they saw that people that did have this, they had a twofold increase of getting cancer, which is huge. It's very, it could be somewhat discouraging for a lot of people because a lot of people had their childhood traumas, but I think it's good to know that maybe you need to look back and think about what you have been dealing with and maybe a lot of how you deal with the world maybe based on the traumas that you experienced as a child and you didn't make changes in that regard. Can you share with us what these questions entailed? I mean, as listeners, I'm sure some of us are curious, what would I score on something like that? 
So yeah, so I think I'm going to read through these questions and really dive into what these questions entail. I'm sure a lot of you listeners are wondering, oh, what are the questions? So I'm just going to read them, make a few comments maybe on the questions there. And if you've experienced any of these questions that I'm going to ask, I would like you just to leave a comment in the comments and tell us if you've experienced any of these. So number one, did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often swear at you, insult you, put you down or humiliate you or act in a way that made you afraid that you might be physically hurt? Number two, did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often push, grab, slap, or throw something at you or ever hitched you so hard that you had marks or were injured? So as we see on these top two questions, it's looking at abuse, right? either physical or psychological abuse. And that's a big piece of emotional trauma that is involved in the Sasage score. Did an adult or person at least five years or older than you ever touch or fondle you or have you touched their body part in a sexual way or attempt or actually have oral, anal, or vaginal intercourse with you? Did you often or very often feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special? Or your family did look out for each other, feel close to each other, or support each other. So that's a very interesting question there. It's really, it's looking at your mental state, your emotional well-being of how you felt about yourself or other family members when you were growing up and how that can affect you for your entire life. Did you often, very often feel that you didn't eat, have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, or had no one to protect you, or your parents were too drunk or high? to take care of you, take you to the doctor if you needed it. Were your parents ever separated or divorced? Was your mother or stepmother often or very often pushed, grabbed, slapped, or had something thrown at her? Or sometimes often or very often kicked, bitten, hit with a fist or hit with something hard or ever repeatedly hit over at least a few minutes or threatened with a gun or knife? So this is very interesting that it's not necessarily what just happened to you, it's actually just what's happening to a family member in your life, either to your father or mother, and either being physically abused or emotionally abused, but also just the trauma that you dealt with your parents getting a divorce. Did you live with anyone who was a problem drinker or alcoholic or used strength drugs? Was a household member depressed or mentally ill, or did a household member attempt suicide? Did a household member go to prison? So... Very interesting. I'm sure a lot of you listening to this have dealt with this. These are very common things that children deal with growing up. But what's really interesting, if you do have several of these, your risks of chronic illness go up. So it's not something to be like, wait, scared about it. Go crap. I've dealt with this. Now I'm just going to be a cancer. I can't do anything about it. There is a lot that you can actually do it of actually recognizing that how you deal with the world is based on maybe some of these childhood traumas and how you deal with your stressors. You need to think about that and think about how you deal with those situations and that can improve your future life greatly. Dr. Jake, I mean, I'm writing these down and going through them myself. And I, I thankfully, I don't have a high score. I think I've got three or so from yeah. here. And I imagine, I think I, I remember reading somewhere that it said that most people are 58% of the population has a score of one or two. So most people don't have a lot. Most people have one or two in here, but we're 
looking at that, it looks about like 42% of the people have more than that, right? Have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten from this list, which is still, that's still almost half. I mean, we're really looking at, we're still looking at most yeah. half of people, have a few of these that they've experienced. Now, as a doctor, an integrative doctor, one of your specialties is integrative oncology. So you do work a lot with people who do have cancer, but you also work with people who have other chronic diseases like autoimmune conditions and so forth, which have also been shown to be connected to, to stress and emotional trauma and so forth. I'd love to know what you have seen in your practice as far as the correlations between cancer and some of these things that are on this list. As an integrative physician, I think of emotional state greatly in my practice. And I have seen it with the 10 years of my practice, how much your emotions affect your health and well-being. I've seen this with cancer. I've seen it with this autoimmune disease. I see this with chronic fatigue syndromes, migraines, and your emotional state, but also how you feel about yourself, how you feel, deal with your stressors. So I, I talk to my patients about this a lot, and it's interesting to actually be thinking about childhood traumas now and how this is actually affecting how these parents, as these adults, are dealing with the world. Very likely, the way they deal with the stressors or how they deal with their emotions was based on how they were reared or how they grew up and the situations they dealt with up to 18 years old. And now they're still dealing with those things when they're older. So yeah, I definitely have seen a huge correlation with emotions. Most patients that come into me, I would say at least 90% have dealt with a strong stressor, either a divorce or a lot of work trauma or a sibling or parent passed away or whatever, a lot as severe a stressor that was two weeks or longer. And then they came up with the diagnosis of cancer. So I've seen this happen all the time. And I bet you a lot of these patients have dealt with emotional trauma when they were younger too. So it's something that I'm going to be tracking a lot more in my practice and asking a lot more questions about from reading these studies. Like I just read a study that I included in these studies on this topic. So there's a lot of studies on this and how much childhood traumas can lead to chronic disease. And that's all I do. I treat mostly 95% of my patients are chronic illness patients. So a big piece of my practice is going to switch and actually asking these questions about this ACEs score to really help my patients deal with their emotional traumas so they could actually get to the next level. I bet you a lot of my patients that haven't gotten all the way better, I just didn't deal with this piece. So it's very enlightening to me. Now, obviously, as an integrative doctor, your specialty is going to be really more dealing with the physical body, right? Like you, you address yeah, yeah. diet, exercise, supplementation, detoxifying, yeah. those types of things. So in respect to childhood traumas and you wanting to start asking more of these questions so that you can better help them, what, are, what, are you, what will you suggest to your patients to do as part of their treatment in light of these studies? So me as an integrated physician, I am not a psychologist per se. I do have training in psychology and how to deal with that. And that is a piece of what I do in my practice, but I do refer out. But here's the thing about psychologists and psychiatrists is I don't refer to specific individuals very often because everyone is different. Everyone deals with the psychologist differently. So usually what I say is a piece of your treatment plan needs to be that you deal with these traumas. 
And many times you need to go to a psychologist, not a psychiatrist. Psychiatrists usually are the ones who prescribe drugs. Psychologists are really going to listen to you and change your viewpoint and change the way you think about things. So I do that quite often and say, hey, we need to get a psychologist on board because I don't think you're going to get all the way there and getting better without doing that when I recognize that a big piece of their issue is related to their emotional traumas. I think that's really important. And you mentioned that there is a psychology piece that you do bring into your practice. Yeah. What are the things that you do that do connect to psychology? What are some of the things that you teach or have your patients do? So what are the, some of the things I do on the psychology background? So when I see my patient, I'm not spending all my time talking about their emotional state, but I do ask them about their emotions, what they're dealing with, the traumas that they have dealt with in their lives, what type of stressors you're dealing with. And then I try to guide them shortly on the right path of thinking about their emotions differently, listen to them and try to guide them to think about that emotion in a different way. Many people have a certain trigger when they hear something. And then I try to change that trigger that they had so they don't have the stress response whenever they hear a certain situation comes up where they hear a certain thing of how to deal with it in a different way. But uh, I only spend a short time with that and I see that it, it's a big piece. That's when I refer out that there's going to be a lot more time that needs to be spent. Sometimes only a, the few little short times I talk to them and actually bring up ways they could change the thinking is enough. But in certain situations, it's not. Interesting. I love that. It seems like there's a lot of like a, a just general life advice and wisdom that can help mm -hmm. people with navigating some of those traumas. And I know there's been a lot of research that's come out recently, at least that I've seen on childhood traumas and people, various types of techniques and strategies that people are doing in order to address some of their childhood traumas. I know that there's a book that came out a couple of years ago that really, I think, brought this to light for most people who maybe didn't know. And that was a book on, it's called The Body Keeps the Score, which woke a lot of people up to recognizing that you might have had traumas in your childhood and you might have thought, you might think that you're over them, but your body remembers. And the, because your body remembers, that does affect how you respond to stress in your life and can affect your health. And so there's a lot of people that are working on resetting their bodies, getting their bodies to respond, not as in a fight or flight type of response to some normal stressors that can happen in life. I'm also hearing more and more about some of these unique kind of cutting edge studies and treatments where people are now, even in Salt Lake City area, where we're at, where you and I both live, Dr. Jake, where we're starting to see people even practice using psychedelics in doctor's offices in order to sometimes even go back to childhood traumas and reset them. It's amazing what all the different things that are happening out there and to find out what those end up showing as time goes by. I know that a lot of that is currently being tested. And I'm interested in hearing more from you on your perspective on that in a future video. For my husband specifically, who you've treated, and we dealt with a lot of the physical aspects that led to his, the, his cancer and so much helped physically with changing diet, supplementation, those types of things. But it wasn't until we got to looking, seeing this ACEs score as well and starting to have him go to counseling to go back and address some of these and not just talk therapy, but he did things like EMDR and some other types of practices where you actually are trying to reset your nervous system and the way that you think and remember some of these, some of these experiences. And a big part of it also was forgiveness, 
forgiveness of the people and the circumstances that hurt you as a child was huge for him. And it was not until that that we started addressing that he started to see the, some of the biggest turns in his treatment. And we believe for his story that it was a change in diet. It was starving the cancer, treating, getting his body to start being healthy again, right? But also adding in this psychological aspect that was a big part of his own healing. So for those people who are listening to this and going, okay, I've got cancer. I've got a loved one with cancer. We've definitely had some childhood traumas in the background. I want to have a more holistic approach, whole body approach, body, mind, the whole bit in my healing of this cancer or my loved ones. How can they get a hold of you, Dr. J? Yeah, visit our website, integrativemedica.com. Find our phone number there. Give my receptionist a call. You can set up an appointment with me or some of my other awesome doctors that we have. You could also just set it up on our page there. You could click on the setup online and set up an appointment that way. Excellent. Thank you very much, Dr. Jake, for your expertise today. And for our listeners, thank you so much for listening as well. If you liked this episode, please let us know by leaving us a positive review. And we'll see you all next week. Hey, Dr. Jake, thank you for your time today. And if you enjoyed the show, then do us a favor and leave a review. It helps more people to find the show, which could save their life. And remember, this is a podcast and should not replace personalized attention from a medical professional like Dr. Jake. If you or someone you know has been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, cancer of any stage, or a life-changing illness, visit our website today and schedule a virtual appointment with one of our doctors who can lead you to a treatment plan in your area. That's integrativemedica.com. Integrative, M-E-D-I-C-A.com. Thank you for listening to the Integrative Medica podcast with Dr. J. To hear past episodes and get alerts for the future, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to follow us on YouTube as well. Just search for Integrative Medica with Dr. Jake.